This is Consumed, the podcast that sparks conversations with eaters, drinkers, thinkers, and makers across California, and especially at its heart, the Central Coast. I'm your host, Jamie Lewis, a freelance food and drink writer based in San Luis Obispo. Fanny and Peter Gao own and operate the San Luis Oriental Market, a specialty and import grocery store in San Luis Obispo, California. Peter's parents, Sim and Meng Gao, founded the shop in 1992 and ran it until 2017 when Peter and his wife, Fanny, took it over. Since then, they've built a consumer base that includes a new generation of people. The market always offered Asian sauces, spices, noodles, and condiments, as well as some decor and seasonal goods. Under Fanny's leadership, the shop now sells many more snacks, drinks, Asian veggies, and prepared foods like bao. During the interview, the gals loaded me up with a bag full of snacks and treats, like sweet basil Lay's potato chips, Thai boba iced tea, and I even got to try steak-flavored Cheetos on the mic. I learned about how their young family began, how they've made it through the pandemic thus far, and how the recipe for mom's crab dish is strictly off-limits. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Fanny and Peter Gao from San Luis Oriental Market. I'm a listener. You can probably hear I'm in a shop with a lot of fridges going on in the back. It's uh, the San Luis Oriental Market, and I'm here with Peter Gao, Franny Gao. Thank you so much for letting me come over on a Monday night. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. We are, thank you. Yeah, welcome to our store. Yeah, it is so awesome in here, and I've been coming for a long time. Um, here and there, like, you know, when I need something that I just really can't find anywhere else, I come in here and, um, I think I probably didn't ever meet you two though. Was it your parents that, that I read about that were here? My parents started it 30 years ago. It'll be 30 years, October 1st. Yes. Um, and they wanted to retire. They've been doing it a long time. Mm -hmm. Me and Fanny moved back from Santa Barbara five and a half years ago yeah, almost six years mm -hmm. and we started the transition of us taking over wow okay and so but i know you're a financial advisor financial planner yes in um as your side gig <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i i just do stock and i just run the books for the store okay, um okay. fanny does everything else she's mm, the boss it's teamwork teamwork no yeah, no, no. Teamwork. she does everything i teamwork. i i, I have <laughs> i have my own i have my own um career and job so that takes a lot of time and attention so yeah. she, she's here 75 hours a week i would say holy so, toledo six days a week she has sundays off and she, she's up by six o'clock every morning and some mm. nights she stays up until 12 doing like what kind of stuff are you doing till 12 well, we get shipment, and so especially during COVID, I would prepackage everything from oh, vegetables to anything that you know that we sold here, or like our mom's egg rolls. Yeah, those are really popular. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I stay up late and make sure that everything's ready to go early in the morning. So whoever wants to come in at ten o'clock in the morning, we're yeah. There. When you say your mom's egg rolls i've never even heard of that is that something that you sell out of here yeah um frozen well, or, or refrigerated frozen frozen huh. well peter's parents before this asian market used to own a donut shop and mom used to sell her egg rolls there and then so customers that love them so much come here and buy them 
I want to go home with some of those. <laughs> is she still pounding them out? Well, well she's now not at in the Cam- moment. Well, she's well, in Dubai. Dubai currently. But they oh. are. They left for a Eastern. Far East vacation yeah. um, in Asia, and we didn't know they were going to Dubai until we saw pictures, and they yeah. FaceTimed us. We see all yeah. her breakfast. We see morning. all her food, and, <laughs> and yeah, she sends us pictures of the food. Yes, thanks um, for that. But they went, they went to Cambodia. Um, okay. That's where Dad and our family's from. Um, okay. Mom's Chinese, um, but they're from Cambodia, mm-hmm. um, so that's where they go at least once a year. Um, and they that's kind of their hub yeah and then they'll branch out and they're gonna go Vietnam next I believe Singapore um, so they go for a, a it's built up they haven't gone in a few years so they, they've been they've been yeah. wanting to, yeah. to go travel okay but when she is around because this yes. is still home right yeah yes. San Louis. they still have a house here yeah okay. <laughs> Gosh, they, they sound like they live a pretty great life yeah. pretty good to retire to that you know they worked really hard, and they say Dad worked 363 days a year. Yeah, and he never had a day off. He never ever. took. He took Christmas and not even Christmas. Even Christmas oh, yeah. mornings, he would come here. Yeah, he would clean. Sleep. Thanksgiving, he would come clean. Just, he would yeah. let him in. Yeah, if there was a, just a oh. random customer that just happened to be here on Christmas Day, he would open the door. He would take New Year's oh. and the day before off, and yeah. then we'd usually go. When I was little, we'd go to San Francisco or somewhere, yeah. and he they just that was our yearly annual trip was yeah. the two days he would take off and we'd go just somewhere with usually me and my mom and her uh, my dad because my sister was nine years elder oh, okay. and so she was and she went to Berkeley and she was so she was always there was a big gap between us so yes. she was always kind of living her adult life as yeah well so how did your parents establish supply lines with like who are the people that they're sourcing from where are these relationships beginning do you know? I mean, did they start relationships with, like, you know, you have stuff from everywhere in here. Well, some of them are their friends. So I it's wondered funny about you that. said that. Our, so I, Dad, I, I drive down to L.A. about once or twice a month, every month, month or yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once or twice, once every month or two. Okay. Um, and go pick up and the one of the warehouses we picked up at, Dad said they started at the same time. And they were friends, and they have a daughter my age, and they were both small, and he was out of a garage, and now he has a gigantic warehouse yep. bigger than Costco. Bigger than Costco, yeah. And he has, you know, it's, it, I mean, big semis coming in and loading from him, yeah. and his daughter now is helping, is going to take over, she's run it. She's my exact, you know, yeah. she's oh, our age, cool. and so it's, it's yes. pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and awesome. I still see the mom, and they, they, they call me D, which is kind of like nephew and they, family. Um, so, and they always ask about mom and dad, Hey, where's your dad? Are they traveling or what are they doing? And that is so, so cool. they have sourced, um, some, yeah, some really yeah. close friendships. Yeah. 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 The kind of relationship that it's just been ongoing, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 30 years ago, you said is when they started. Yeah. And everybody asks about him. Like, where's yeah. your dad? Where's, where's your dad? dad? Yeah. And I'm just like, they're retired. He's like, good for him. Good for him. Totally good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, why do you know why they started the market in the first place? Yeah. So another issue. So <laughs> as Fanny said, they used to own a donut shop and yeah. it was where the big county building was. I totally know it. Yes. San Luis Donuts right across the street from the county courthouse and yeah. all the government buildings. Um, so they bought that 90s sometime. And they took it over and they ran it until 
the, the county wanted to build over. And one of they, they built really close friendships. And one of the county workers said, hey, Bob and Sim, just to let you guys know, I think they're talking about building, taking over. And they didn't own the property. They only owned the, the business. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're talking about, you know, taking out or building a big building over here. And, you know, your guys' donut shop might be in jeopardy. Yeah. And so that was their only means of living. So somebody suggested to dad, hey, there's no oriental asian markets here have you guys ever thought about it yeah so dad opened one on foothill um 30 years ago where the rite aid is is oh my gosh and it was a it was a health yes it was a pharmacy yeah with like a a compounding pharmacy over there yeah and then the back alley was like slow kickboxing with chuck liddell yes of course um and that was that's where he started that's where they started Mm -hmm. and they moved here. I'm not quite sure when. Um, I don't know. The, I 20 know. years ago, maybe 25 years ago, maybe possibly. 25, about 25. Um, they've been here ever since. So, once the donut shop got kind of uh, closed down because they they wanted the the land, um, yeah. they were they opened up the market and were able to survive off of here. So they were so cool. Really cool. Why why are they in? Why did they? Um, did they grow up here? Did they move here? Are they Slow County born and raised? You need to get that. No, it's okay. Um, they didn't. They grew up in Cambodia. Okay, so they came from there, not just yeah. their lineage. Just from there. Okay. Yes, they. They're so my dad, my mom, my uncle, my grandma, my sister are all first generation. Mm-hmm. Um, they escaped the Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge regime mm-hmm. when they tried to take, or when they did take over Cambodia. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents fed, fled at nighttime to Thailand. Um, they marched 200 miles at nighttime and could only travel at night because they were gonna possibly get caught or and if they did get caught, you were sent to labor camps in Cambodia. Um, so they got a knock on the door one morning um, that, hey, you guys got to basically leave. So that's what they did. And they got to Thailand um, and they, they traveled over here um, and landed in San Luis. This is where they Michigan, actually. Oh, okay. so they landed in Michigan. Right. Oh, there's um, a guy <laughs> leaf blowing outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, they landed in Michigan. That's where I was born. So I have one sister, nine years older. Um, landed in Michigan. Dad took a factory job. We were sponsored by a church family, mm-hmm. um, a Catholic family. That's where I got my middle name, Clarence. Hmm. Um, my parents are, they, they are, they owe them a lot. So they're very thankful for, for that, for the family that sponsored them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad worked factory jobs and the Cambodian community is very close. Mm. So another Cambodian has started a donut shop and recommended it to my dad, says, hey, this could be a good way of living. Um, you should look into it. Dad went to Pennsylvania. We moved to Pennsylvania for about a year. Mm-hmm. Dad looked in New York and then moved out to L. We then moved to L.A. after Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we dad ran a donut shop in Morro Bay. And mm-hmm. then they got the opportunity to buy one in San Luis. And that's yeah. when they bought San Luis. Donut. So that's how it went from Michigan, Pennsylvania, L.A., to Morro Bay, yeah. to San Luis Obispo, where I've been since the third grade and have grown up. Okay, so you graduated Slow High or 99. Mission? 99. Yeah. 99, I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. Is that where you two met? No, we met in Santa Barbara. Okay, so is that where you're from, Kim? 
At, no, that's where we both went to school. Okay. I am from San Bernardino. Oh, yes. Yes. And my mom, she lives in Santa Barbara. And that's where Peter moved to go to college. And that's where I moved, too. And yeah. we met working at the mall. <laughs> Which mall? The Paseo, the Paseo Nuevo Mall. Oh, my <laughs> Our college jobs. Yeah. Oh, that's so... College jobs, yeah. yeah. Which shops did you work for? Uh, I worked at Bath and Body Works. Yeah, yep. I worked for Foot Locker. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw each other down the hall. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Paseo Nuevo, which I think looks really different now. I mean, it's in terms so of it's, just the... It's so different. Oh, Mar- it's incredible, the changes. Yeah. And we've been gone five and a half years. And yeah, even I, in that... That small time. It's changed so much. Yes. Yeah. So much. Yeah. It's I think crazy. COVID did a real COVID. number on Santa yeah. Barbara for sure. Small businesses have just even big businesses like Macy's went out. Macy's gone. North. Nordstrom. I know. Nordstrom was the the anchor. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. love that place. Same. The shoes. Yes. The shoes. Yes. I mean, let's and, be and the tomato <laughs> basil soup. <laughs> Nordstrom yeah. Cafe was yeah. It was the cafe. Yes. When I worked at Saks, I used to go there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I so, never really get there. So. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. I know. I don't see it being like, I'm going to take my break. I'm going to go get soup. Now I got burritos at the Tuckeria. They knew me as soon as I called in. Oh. <laughs> do you miss Santa Barbara? I do, yeah. and I don't. I mean, now as a parent, I feel like moving too slow, it's definitely better for my children. Yeah. It's just slower pace. Mm-hmm. You know, I have family there. My parents live there. So I compare it to how some of my nieces and nephews are growing and my kids are definitely going a little slower yeah, yeah. they stay kids a little bit longer stay I, I was gonna say what do you mean by slower but yes they yeah. stay kids, they stay a, little kids a little bit longer, longer. I want to take a second to talk about a couple friends of the consumed podcast, like Midstate Containers. My contact at Midstate is Jake Knotts, and I have his permission to share about something going on with him personally. Jake lived in Ukraine for many years, and he married a Ukrainian national, his wife Anya. They live on the Central Coast now with their three kids, but when Russia invaded Ukraine last February, Jake was right back there, helping his friends, acquaintances, strangers, and even their pets to escape. Since that time, he and Anya have worked with a team of very capable folks to start a nonprofit called Restore UA, which seeks to organize, fund, and execute relief efforts in Ukraine. Jake is still on the ground in Eastern Europe, coordinating with people here on the Central Coast to fill containers from Midstate with humanitarian aid and ship them to Restore UA's headquarters in Poland. Every dollar donated to Restore UA goes straight to humanitarian relief efforts for Ukraine. They even have people sewing bulletproof vests for soldiers fighting Russian forces. It's incredible. The organization is starting to fill up more containers as I speak, and they could really use your financial support. To make a donation and learn more, visit RestoreUA.org. Thank you. Do you want to be more intentional about the meat you eat and feed your family? Have you even considered giving up eating meat entirely because you can no longer justify supporting the inhumane and industrialized system that brings meat to your dinner table? If you're looking for a simple way to guarantee you always have access to healthy, sustainably farmed meat and wild seafood, the Larder Meat Co. is here to help. Since 2016, Larder Meat Co. has been delivering farm-raised beef, pork, chicken, lamb, and wild seafood sourced from right here in the Golden State to customers who demand the highest quality proteins as well as intentional sourcing standards and transparency. A convenient club box from Larder Meat Co. makes it easy to automate the most important part of your monthly food budget. 
you can build a custom box or choose from one of the many curated bundles that LMC offers. As a Larder Meat Co. customer, you are supporting the ever-dwindling ranching industry that has fed us for generations, and you're building a sustainable future for your family, our ranchers, and the planet. Use code CONSUMED at checkout to save $25 on your first subscription and check healthy farm-raised meat and wild seafood off your grocery list for good. That's LarderMeatCo.com. Promo code CONSUMED for $25 off your first subscription. Consumed is sponsored by Slow Life Magazine, a lifestyle publication that celebrates life and culture in San Luis Obispo, California. I write the food column for Slow Life, and I'm actually going out tonight to cover the new restaurant, Cult, for the magazine. I'm going to meet up with photographer Jess Lerner and owners Nino and Cher Ang, and we're going to eat, chat, and snap, and I can't wait. To make sure you see the final product when it comes out, get yourself a subscription at slowlifemagazine.com. I love it here. I don't, I, I grew up here. I went, I lived in Santa Barbara for 16 years, met Fanny. We had our first Kayla there, but I love slow. The community, the people, it's just the best. It's amazing. Truthfully, the community is. Yes. Like when we moved here, uh, our neighbors, they came over, they brought us some cookies. I knew my neighbors in Santa Barbara. I did not know, not one neighbor. And here it's, yeah, the community is so great. I got to know every single one of my neighbors. That's awesome. And phone numbers and everything. So yeah. that's yeah. pretty awesome. Isn't that crazy that that's kind of like a luxury to know your neighbors? And yes. it, it takes so much to actually make that connection. My, we lived in Berkeley for and San Francisco for a while. My sister and it went was to Berkeley. Like, you don't know anybody. Yeah. 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 And if you make a gesture that, that we actually brought cookies to our neighbors and they were like, what do you want from us? <laughs> and I just, I was like, no, no. We're from like, Santa Exactly. We're friendly. Mom and dad had all their neighbors. They would invite them over for dinner. Like, we'd be over there for Christmas dinner, and the neighbors would be over, and they'd bring Mason, the j- jackets, and br- Christmas presents, yeah, and they're yeah. an old retired couple. Um, it's just, it's the best. San Luis is the whole Central Coast. And it's Coast. everywhere. Everywhere in Slope that we I mean, lived. North County, everywhere. I, I, everywhere. San Luis County yeah. is just amazing. It is amazing. It's super special. Okay, tell me a little bit about the shop. So one of my favorite things coming in here, which I don't come in nearly often enough, um, but I love the colors in here. It's so bright and welcoming and fun. And there's also Buddha with all his cash. Yes. I love Buddha with his cash. Um, <laughs> he brings in the good luck. He does. Uh, so I think probably since you have taken over, the candy has exploded. Has it not? Or it has, has it always been like that? It has. I feel like... We've expanded a bit more on what's trending, yeah. uh, on what you know a lot of people love. Uh, a lot of our Cal Poly students have started shopping more here, mm-hmm. and I love their recommendations because we have students from all over Asia, from Korea, from you know the Philippines, China, everywhere. And mm-hmm. so everyone loves a different type of snack or a sauce or drink, and we try to cater to yeah. all of them. Yeah. yeah, as your, I don't want to assume, but has, did you grow up with all these products? Uh, not with a lot of it. I mean, I'm Hispanic, mm-hmm. and but we definitely had our H Marts, our Ranch yeah. 99s, all these cool places. But I didn't go there as often. Yeah, as I, I do as yeah. I do now. Of course, married to Peter. Yeah, you know, Cambodian Chinese. My, my and mom's. Uh, and mom's an amazing cook. There's not mom, one dish yes. that I don't like. And mom from cooks mom. every. 
From she travels every, so much. Yes. It's from everywhere. Oh, she every. Oh yeah, so she, so oh, yeah. she cooks everything. So it's not just Chinese and Cambodian. She cooks Japanese and Korean. And oh, her wonderful. dad was a chef. Like, I'm so, so surprised oh. that she didn't open a restaurant. We always tell she her. Would, yeah, like Seriously. mom, you would kill it. Like, we always tell on. her. We need Chinese food. She makes as well. bows for us. Um, yeah. And oh, I saw you've been advertising the bow, and I kind of wondered how that was happening. So when you sell them, are they in the case here? We have a case. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. We, we clear all of my plants now. <laughs> and um, yeah, mom, mom wakes up at four. Yeah, she'll make oh over two hundred bows. At four o'clock or what time? Yeah, like three or four. She wakes yeah, up to I start prepping. I don't know because I'm not awake at that time. But yeah, she definitely and she loves to cater to people. Like people will say, "I don't eat pork. Can you make red yeah. bean?" Or the and vegetable mom, ones. Or the, yeah, chicken there's a doctor who yeah. loves her chicken and veggies. So she makes it for the yeah. doctor especially. And that then there's so some cool. people that are like, I can't eat pork. Can you guys not put the Chinese sausage in there? And mom's like, okay, we're going to make two kinds. Oh my so gosh, I love this She's woman. awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, if you haven't tried her bows when she comes back from Dubai, you I didn't need even to. know. I haven't tried <laughs> any of her stuff. It was I mean, all handmade. She makes yeah. everything just all from she herself. Makes she makes it does, herself. So it's Incredible. authentic. and Yeah, like the dough on those bows are killer. That's And that's a real... Bows is blowing up right now. People yeah. are really oh, yeah. interested. Oh yeah, no, Bing Bows is great. Yeah, Sam. Oh yeah, she's awesome too. I bet she's. I bet they have been in here a lot too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sam and her family have been shopping she's here awesome. for a while. Yeah. Too. She's we wonderful. And we love seeing her babies grow. Yeah. And her business. That's, yeah. Her business is just she's killing it. We hope so she I'm just so keeps growing and growing and growing. I know. I love those guys. I yeah. And the more Asian cuisine that we can bring. Yeah, we want to see it expand. Yeah. Well, and it's good for business, and it's good for the community, and yep. it's good for everybody. Yeah. Well, so I, that was interesting. I never even considered that I'm sure a big section of the shoppers that you see is, is people from Cal Poly. People maybe who can't find a lot of this stuff anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. What a, like what other kinds of shoppers do you see coming in here? Do you see people kind of like poking around curious about stuff? Or do you see people knowing exactly what they want and going straight there? I feel there? like a combination of both. At the beginning, it was a lot. Well, since I've, you know, I've been here. Besides um, the regulars? Yes, like, there's regulars. There's sure. people that know exactly what they want and they've traveled and they know what like, they love. <laughs> they know what they like. And, you know, they've learned how to make certain recipes. Or there's people that come in and say, Certain hey, brands? I, yeah. They're like, yeah, you like this brands. brand? Yeah. yeah. Or there's people that say, hey, I was watching Top Chef today and I saw blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. Or I've gone to this restaurant and they serve this. Like, yeah. I've had people who come in and say, this is a secret sauce I found at a restaurant. Taste it. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know what this is. <laughs> but, you know, once I try it, I'm like, oh, yeah, mom makes that all the time. Let me show you how to make it. Because that's one of the good things about having mom around. Like, she shows me how to make everything. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool that she Keep doesn't... Peter happy. Yeah, well, and, like, doesn't withhold information, but, like, willing to share all yeah. of it. And she oh, is. Yeah. Except for her crab dish. That's yeah, the one she thing will she will not... Yeah, she will not teach me how to make a crab dish. What yeah. is that dish? So she makes a secret sauce. That's a secret sauce. We buy live crab yeah. from usually from Giovanni's, Giovanni's yes, in Bay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we go to Giovanni's, get live crab, and then mom will marinate it in something. And put I some don't grilled know. onions in there, yeah. put some secret sauce. Some sh- magical sauce. And, and it and tastes it's amazing. Killer. <laughs> it's yes. a, even the kids like. It's like, can you make grandma's oh, crab? Yeah. No, I cannot. No, crab is a special <laughs> occasion. That's not yeah. just. We're going to have this on Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I love that that's her secret thing. Yeah. Um, I also am reminded that not everything is necessarily an Asian ingredient or product. There's you have European stuff, 
Yeah, am I right? Like I'm looking at the Quattrodini. Isn't that like an Italian? Oh yes, or and then we also have the Café de Mont. Yes. Oh right. Um, yeah. And that one because in New Orleans there's a huge population of Vietnamese and they Serious? love their coffee. And so what do we do? We have their coffee. We learned that too. Yeah. I I've learned that from her. Who? Yeah. We learned from customers working yeah. here. I love Café de Mont. Isn't it like a chicory? It's, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, and it has a kick. Yeah, yeah. And if you need to find it, like it's I think a, uh, uh, at Bites they serve it. Okay, so that restaurant, I've only heard incredible stuff it's about It's oh, yeah. good, too. They're that amazing. place is good, too. Yeah. I can't rave enough about all the Asian cuisine we I know, have. I know. The more, so the better. Far, yeah. Everyone's yeah. good. Everyone's yeah. great. Everyone's Tell me more. I mean, give me more recommendations on where somebody who's listening to this should go eat. I mean, At Bites, I think, is... Yeah, At Bites. Go it's eat a Bites. Yes. I don't yeah. think people know. They go think, try oh, it's it. the old Carl's Jr. Who knows? But it's, I've heard it's such a, yeah. great stuff about Yeah, I love At Bites. I love... Taibo, that's yep. one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, the Thai, the one across, what is it called? The Thai, uh, the Thai one, cuisine? The one next to Firestone. Oh, Thai Delight, also Thai Tony. Delight. Yeah. yeah. With Tony. Um, where she, else? Uh, Thai. Gosh, there's Thai. Thai Palace. Thai Palace, Thai Palace with yeah. Tishi. Yeah. 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 Um, where else? Right now, I've been in love. I know this is not food, but Boba Sequel is my place to oh. go. What does that mean? What is Boba Sequel? Sequel. Boba is like tea. No, I mean, I know it. Well, oh. explain it. Actually, explain because there, I have a feeling my mom, who listens to it, I think every episode, she, I don't know that she knows what Boba is, yes. and I only just had it for the first time, so maybe not everybody knows. Go ahead. Explain so what Boba it's, is. They basically brew tea. And they have tapioca pearls that they're either already made or they're handmade. That's the boba. The boba is a tapioca. And um, yes, they add condensed milk or your your preferred dairy. Uh, But Sequel is a farmer's market and uh, sometimes from Benny's Kitchen. Oh, so he only met, he was a Cal Poly graduate. Yeah, he was a Cal Poly. That started boba in his dorm room and would just make it for his roommates. Made I heard. the pearls. The the boba teas, yeah. So he make. I don't know if he made the pearls. He might because but they're warm. You might want to ask yeah. him. I don't know. Well, well, really? Okay. But yeah. He started it in his dorm room and now he has a pop up booth that. Uh, farmer's Market farmer's has market. one of the longest lines. You guys literally need to go try it. Which, it's the best boba it's great. I've ever had. Crème brûlée, that's the one. Sponsor me, sequel. Just kidding. What makes it so good? I do love them. If you don't know boba like you don't know it from anything else, what, what do you say makes it better or different from somewhere well, else? When they brew the tea themselves, when they make the boba themselves, or their own syrup, because there's some that taste artificial. Like we have some that we sell in the can, and that's artificial. Yeah. And there's certain spots that I'm just like, eh, you're okay. But there's certain ones that if you've tried boba in LA or yeah. in San Francisco, you know good boba when you try it. Yeah. And that's good boba. I'm pretty sure the one that I had was not good because it did taste super like cotton candy almost, like super yeah, no, that's artificial. Not what it like, I need to no. try too yeah. much sugar. And some you gotta try like a classic like Thai tea with yes. boba. Yeah. And with just black taro, taro's delicious. Um, mm. So, yeah, you got to go more of a subtle because some of the drinks do, I mean, we tried them and we're like, whoa, that's way too sweet. Like, yes. that's, it's, and it's more of a desserty type of drink where it's, because yeah. the boba ter- pearls are sweet. Yeah. And, and, then, and the consistency of the boba, if you don't like the consistency, then, like, yeah. there's no point. They're then. chewy. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. a little chewy, like, tapioca that, balls. Like I was okay with that. I think it was the flavor of the drink itself, but, um. I, I also think I didn't think of it as a dessert. I thought of it as tea. And I just was, it was almost like a milkshake, you know, where it's like, oh gosh, this is, I should have saved this for after 
lunch or after <laughs> dinner, you know, because it was intense. But yeah. I would love to try something good. I just got it from a random place. But, um, yeah. S- yeah, sequel. it's pretty cool. I mean, the boba shop downtown, they're great, too. Um, sweet. Oh, Sweetie Cup? Sweetie oh, Cup. Yes, I love them, too. I, those she's guys wonderful are blowing up, too. Yeah. She's wonderful. No, yeah. they're amazing, They're too. hardworking. And they're so nice. They're so nice. They're the, they have people coming in and out all the time oh, yeah. down there. Oh, yeah. They do. They have a and nice little... drink? Or maybe I just go there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good, too. They're awesome. Yeah. They're a really nice cool. family. Um, what else can you tell me about the business that somebody may not know? I keep looking over here because I can't help it. It's yeah. so pretty. Well, we get... Now we carry fresh veggies. Every Thursday is when we get our deliveries. Yep. Um, fresh noodles. Anything from, like, yakisoba, udon... Uh, pho noodles uh, what else we got chow mein lo mein anything you name it we have it and if I don't have it I'll find it <laughs> see that's awesome and you coming on five years ago thereabouts yes um, I feel like you've updated some things in terms of just getting your your face out there getting on Instagram you have a really devoted following um, and I think that was something that was somewhat new and it feels very young and alive and, you know, it's awesome. It's, you've done a good job, though, of kind of, um, well, I mean, the marketing and promotion. It, have you put a special effort toward that? I have, yeah. As soon as I put my kids to sleep <laughs> and everybody's down, then that's when, you know, I continue to work. Because yeah. owning a business is just, you work a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... If you love it, then you dedicate your time to it. Yeah. yeah. She did start the whole, I mean, they, mom and dad had zero social media presence, yeah. zero advertising. The people that shopped in the store for the last 25 years were, you know, the hundred regular customers that had just been coming in over the years. Still um, coming in, I hope. Still yeah. coming in. I mean, they're, and they're, in, they're yeah. still, it's great. Um, but Fanny has then started a social media and... I, I mean, we kind of look and we, we joke about it. We're like, hey, have you, remember your fo- first post compared to oh, what you're doing horrible. now? <laughs> right. Let's not remember this. We can all say that. We can all say and that. And it's just amazing. And she has created a, a, a following from basically nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's I give her a lot of credit because she's, she's done the social media. And I have, that's way out of my league. I have no yeah. idea how to, and <laughs> she's done a wonderful job on that. Yeah. You kind of have to have that these days, don't you? You yes. really do. I mean, yeah, it seems like you pretty much have to have it to reach new people in a lot of ways. Once more, I want to give love to a couple other podcast friends. Slow Food Co-op is your friendly neighborhood grocer, maintaining local, organic, and non-GMO standards. Slow Food Co-op sources from local producers, ensuring they offer their shoppers great food and household staples. With a mission to empower health and well-being in the community, they offer local produce, meats, low-to-no-waste foods, and wellness items. You can find Slow's only community-owned grocery store on their website at slowfood.coop and visit Slow Food Co-op in-store at 2494 Victoria Avenue in San Luis Obispo, California. Native Nine Wine is part of Ranchos de Oniveros, a Santa Maria winery that sponsors the Consumed podcast. 
Owner James Onaveros was on the podcast way back in its first season, but if you haven't listened to it, I think this recent blurb from Food & Wine magazine will give you some context on who James is. This is written by Jonathan Cristaldi. James Ray Onaveros is a name to put on your short list of must-watch vintners. A ninth-generation farmer who works lands established by his family in the early 1780s, Onaveros decided to plant vines on the property in 1997, after which he studied at Cal Poly, worked in Sonoma, and soaked up the secrets of the Pinot trade during visits to legendary Burgundy estates like Domaine du Jacques and Domaine de la Romanée Conti. Today, winemaker Justin Woollett works with James to produce native nine wines, and they are destined to become commodities to stockpile. Out of this world aromatics of savory wild herbs, leather, and tobacco leaf are complemented by red currants and juicy cherries, all lingering through a long mineral finish. Well, I, Jamie, can confirm that the wines really are that good. Let the stockpiling begin at ranchosdeonaveroswines.com. I was going to say that when um, we tried to set this up to talk, you said it would have to be after closing hours because you didn't have coverage. This, you are... You are the employee here. I'm the coverage. She is. <laughs> yes. She's well, the we, coverage. We. No, 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 not we. It's no, we. no, no, no. I don't cover. I. She works open to close. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. What was that like during COVID? Because you have little ones. Yes. Well, with Peter, his job was a little bit more flexible, and he was just like jack of all trades. Like, I'm serious mm. that we wouldn't be standing here without Peter because his job was flexible enough that he would be able to you know help my kids mm -hmm. and still sometimes bring me lunch like bless your heart <laughs> because i can't leave no. I, i'm here 24 7. well so you say that you grew up in san bernardino i mean i yes. always like to know how people grew up eating what did you eat yeah. as a kid were you picky no i really tried everything yeah. i like food uh, going to school, I was in the culinary program, so I love. Oh, you were, food. yeah, in oh, Santa Barbara. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love all kinds of food. So when I married Peter, it was just, just such a treat mm -hmm. because Mom would have so many different dishes that I've never even seen before, yeah. and ingredients that I didn't even know what they were. And Mom would be like, "Smell this," or "Smell this," mm -hmm. or sometimes, you know, she would lie to me and she'll say, "It's chicken." And I'll try it, and it was like shark fin. It's like, Mom, this is not wow. chicken. <laughs> yeah. But it's a delicacy, you know? And yeah, Mom it's does always, do that. It's always fun. <laughs> but if you hear her, if that woman says it's chicken, it's probably not chicken. It's probably some it's probably Everything something is chicken, else, yeah. But you'll probably love it. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. She sounds so wonderful. She's Just awesome. open and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you went into culinary program. Why did you want to do that? Did you have a job in mind? Well, no, I was a broke college student. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> and that. so I was living, uh, you know, by myself, and I literally had no money to spend on food, and I love food. Mm -hmm. And so initially, I was going to school for education because mm -hmm. I love kids, and. But, you know, one thing led to another, and then I ended up full-time in the culinary program. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you just fall in love with it. Yeah. Like, all the techniques, they teach you how to cut, the sauces, everything. How it's fun. It's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. How long was that program? Uh, I, I was there for two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Did any particular thing speak to you? Like, pastry I love chocolate. Oh my I gosh. wanted to go to Le Cordon Bleu, which I think now in Pasadena is shut down, but that's huh. the school that I initially wanted 
uh, to continue going because they had a chocolatier program mm. in their basement and it looked awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I said, I was a broke college student, so mm-hmm. I didn't think I could afford that. And you know, I just continued there and I started working. And yeah, and now I'm here. What'd you do in Santa Barbara? Like, were you in restaurants and? No, because restaurants, I mean, at least at that time, they didn't pay very well. Yeah. And so I'm, first I worked at Bath and Body Works, then I started managing a little clothing store, a kid's clothing store, which I thought it was great because it would help me, you know, meet people and, and, and I wanted to be involved with I actually worked kids. for Saks and worked on commission. And then, yeah, and then I went oh. from there, I moved to Saks and, um, she, because they made yeah. more money. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> and she met, it. like, movie stars. She met Oprah. Oh, I'm sure. And she met. Oh, she was really nice, too. Tell Oprah. me about meeting Oprah. Oh, my gosh. So she came in through the back door, and <laughs> through the back, there was um, the contemporary department, which is the department that I ran. And um, it was super cool. She came in. She was going to buy something for her nieces. And then her her assistant, I don't know if it's her manager. I don't know the title. Maybe. And she came in. And she was like, oh, I got it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, okay, sure. I'm here. Like, and like Oprah, I've got yeah, Oprah. Yeah, like, I got Oprah. Like, you don't need to help her. And then Oprah's like, no, no, show me, show me. And I was oh. like, oh, thanks, Oprah. I'm so little nobody, but thank you for talking to me. <laughs> and no, she was really nice. I was showing her around. And super down to earth, super kind person. And, you know, I never expected to meet her. And I also met, which I don't remember his name, but he was that big surfer guy. Tim Coran. What's his name? Tim Coran. Yes, I met him. Yeah. And it was a funny story because... She didn't know who he was. I didn't know who I he wouldn't was. Know. I wouldn't I had no idea. She was like, I met Sorry, a surfer, and I was like, who, which one? And I started naming him. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, Mr. Coran. Yeah. Mr. Coran. She was like, that one sounds familiar. I'm like... Then we yeah, pulled out a picture, a and we're yeah. like, is this oh, the yeah, one? <laughs> no, and we had a book there that we were selling. He had, it had he was on picture. the cover. Yeah, he was in, oh my yeah. gosh. And then he was just like, you want me to sign that? And I was just like, Wait, no, do you want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to buy it? And he was just like, no, it'll be worth more if I sign it. I was like, ha ha, yeah, you need to buy it first. Oh, and, good for you. But, I, you know, I didn't know. I was, like, a college student just trying to make money. I was like, are you going to buy it? Are you commission out of it? Let's do it. But, yes. That is too <laughs> yes, funny. Yes, it, it's, it's funny. <coughs> um, I'm trying to think what else, like, between, well, what was it like the day that you decided you wanted to come up here? Did your parents say, we're looking to retire? <sighs> no. Peter was actually working for... Wells Fargo back then, right? Yeah. And then work for Wells Fargo's yeah. private bank. And then he had an opportunity here to work for JP Mortgage. And I But we wanted to yeah. move back, so I was searching in Arrowville. Yeah, yeah, we had it planned it. And so yeah, he got his opportunity to do that and it's a little scary because it's kind of just starting all over again. For her. Yeah. Because she didn't sure. know anybody. Me, I was moving yeah. back home, even though it was fifteen years, I still I grew up here. Yeah. I've been here. I mean, it was us. And we moved actually into my parents' house because they had we extra know, room yeah. and we didn't. Right. We didn't know what to do. And yet. we didn't know what to do. We saved money. Um, so we moved in with them and we were, Fanny was pregnant. And so with we, second, yeah. So we had, we moved in the summertime and then Mason came, was born in November, mid-November. Okay. So, and then we took over. First, it was a joint effort with Fanny and my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've met your sister before. Melissa? Yes, yes. I think so. Yes. 
and she had a great job. She works from home. Um, she went to Berkeley and was working for a big company from home. Um, and she quit that to work with Fanny, and then she went back to the other job. Oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. We're closed. This is the best. Sorry. I just love it. It's such a good indication <laughs> of people how much they want to get in oh. here. I feel so bad. No. Um, um, yeah, so Melissa. Yes. So Melissa, then Fanny took over by herself. Um, and was that the plan all along, that you would do that? To run the store by myself? No. Or to run the store? I mean, for you to run the store. No, that she was, came up working no. for Trader Joe's. I, yeah, I when she trained because yeah, she. Yeah, I just needed a little part-time job to just keep my sanity from being a stay-at-home mama. Yeah, and um, so I was working part-time for Trader Joe's, and it worked perfect with my schedule. But no, it was never in the plans to be here. Yeah, and yeah, when Melissa said no to running the store, mom and dad came to us, and they were like. Do you want to run the store? To Fanny, not even yeah. me. Like, do you, like, like, do do you, you want, want to run to it? Because Peter has a and job. I was so just it's... like, I don't know. I'm like, Peter, do I want to do this? <laughs> I said, well, do you? Because yeah. it's a lot but, of work. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a lot. But I feel like it was such an easy transition because... Management, it was like a, yeah, it retail was... management, Trader Joe's. For sure. Like, yeah. groomed her for yeah. this. Yeah. It, customer it was, service. Yeah. Customer service. Yeah. yeah. Building relationships. I mean, it was... I mean, it's it's been a, a hard... I mean, the first two years were really, really hard. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we now have gotten the swing of things and now just trying to dial it in and get everything better. It's great. Day it's by day. It's full in here, and you seem happy to do this job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love my job. That's awesome. I love it. Well, you guys, it's so great in here. I hope everybody takes the time. I'm, like, looking at kimchi. I'm looking at noodles. Um, I'm looking at all these spice packets, tons of chilies. I just, for anybody who hasn't ever been in here, you may, may want to know if you're curious. There's like Sichuan pepper, mung beans, a whole huge row of candy that's like haichu, pocky. I bet you have a crazy Kit Kat selection, do you? Oh, yeah. Monthly, I change those around just do to keep them fresh. Really? Yeah. What's the, what's the craziest flavor of Kit Kat you've seen come through? We got a lot. We got yeah, lychee. Wasabi is one that I really want, and I haven't been able to get my hands on. Wasabi. Then we got avocado, didn't we? And we got strawberry, mangoes, mangoes, cheesecake, um, maybe. Did you try them? Oh yeah, I open the bag and I let my customers try it. We had some weird flavors in there, like cherry blossom. Oh yeah, cherry blossom. I didn't love that one, but some customers loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it's an acquired taste with the Kit Kat. They're all Japanese Kit Kats, and they're all always unique milk tea yeah yeah um, and i feel like through the years we've been able to find like new distributors and yes. up our snack game like and now drinks. we have all the lays here too and yep. people go crazy what over are those. the lays oh different flavors oh, different like flavors. thailand yeah. and korea so what are those yeah. flavors so we have like taro lime we have like crab shrimp wow um here peter's bringing you some so you can try Yay! <laughs> you get to try today I love it. Well, and you also have cookware. Yes, we have steamers, rice yeah. oh rice cookers, wok. <gasps> Grilled squid flavor. Oh my gosh, this, so Cheetos are my absolute oh, all time. Try those. So look at this, it's a chicken leg. 
Is that what this is? Like a drumstick flavor? Is it okay if I open yeah, this? Yeah, open it. Those are for you to keep. Have your kiddos try them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I totally will. This now what's steak. this? <laughs> steak. That's Cheetos. Kayla likes that one. My daughter loves that one. This one's sweet basil. Okay. She's a bag. Ask and me spicy speak. crawfish flavor. I wonder if this would fly in the U.S. They don't. They're not the bright orange. No. I, you know yeah. they look almost. But the more flavor, like, it's good. Some of them are like classic Thai dishes that they make chips out of. There you I go. mean, Cheetos are never going to be bad. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm just going to... I've never done this before on the podcast. Yeah. I'm just going to eat into the mic. That's awesome. Okay, steak. Steak Cheetos. And I can decimate a bag of this. <laughs> They're unique. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> That's oh awesome. Oh my gosh. What's with snacks? Snacks are so... Like the crunchy... Okay. Man. Anyway, thank you for that. I will totally bring these home. <laughs> Spicy crepes, share with flavor. the kids. I love it. And try them all out. And and I think it's, I'll have to come back for some Kit Kats. <laughs> yeah. And right now I'm out, but that's yeah. how popular they are. Yeah. Well, you guys are awesome. Tell me one last thing. If it was your last day on Earth and you wanted to celebrate and eat something really special, what would you eat? What would you drink? And who would be there? Okay. Well, I would want our whole family there. I would eat mom's book. That oh, is my favorite. Oh, you took mine. <laughs> that is like my favorite thing in life. That's actually my daughter's favorite thing in life as well. And well when, one day I will make it exactly like hers. Uh, but that would be my last meal. Mm. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> oh. her, enchilada, her enchiladas are like right there. You could have both. Yeah, your that's 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 I'll right. have both of them then. Yeah. And then to drink. <gasps> Should I say? <laughs> yes. Just like mom's pho and then sequels. Um, creme brulee. That's literally my favorite drink right now. Like I could drink that boba. every single day of my life. Oh my yes. Gosh. Those two things I think would be, you know, my last meal. Oh. And I would be awesome. content with just my family there. I love it. Yeah, that would be awesome. And the pho for you as well. I think so. Pho and the mom's crab are probably the top two up there. The secret crab dish. Yeah, the secret crab yeah. dish. Uh-huh. One day. Yeah. And the family, of course. <laughs> um, we miss mom and dad. I mean, they've been gone for a yeah. month now. We miss yeah, them. Yeah, I don't think I didn't think I was gonna miss them as much, but we had dinner with them about yeah. two or three times a week. So we. Oh, that's yeah. so special. So we and mom would just call me and say, "Hey, come over. I made this." I was like, "Okay, mom. We'll see you yeah. when Fanny gets off. I'll we'll come on by." No, she's so. awesome. Because I work late sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like you've seen, customers come really late, and we just stay open and. Mom will call me and, and say, she'll wait to eat. Yeah, mom will wait say, to I eat made with dinner. Everybody. I'm like, okay, I'll drive over there. And yeah, that's and awesome. So yeah, mom, dad, and and family, and then yeah. probably fun and crab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Thai tea. I like Thai tea. Thai tea with boba. I'd you be, I'd be good with my that. My five-year-old has already discovered Thai tea. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know I'm staving that one off for my kids because the moment you get a taste for Thai tea, yeah. it's all over. It's it's all over. You guys are wonderful. Fanny and Peter, thank you so much for letting me come over. Oh, thank you. And thanks for the snacks. (laughs) That's another episode in the books for the Consumed Podcast, which is produced and edited by me, Jamie Lewis. Special thanks to Stefan and Elisa Geraldo of Geraldo Creative Studio for their beautiful video and photography work that's kind of sprucing up my Instagram feed at Jamie C. Lewis, as well as on the website, letsgetconsumed.com. And thank you listeners, as always, for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Jamie Lewis. Jamie Lewis.